What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the world's greatest action sports podcast, a.k.a. an action sports podcast about nothing. This is the Monday Mass for December 19th, 2023. Now, that's how you start a podcast, And we were just talking about how much bullshit, like, okay, split boards are straight bullshit. Chris, you want to know why? Because that has... this. You're um, starting. You're, you jumped back into a conversation because, you were having before we started Because recording. you didn't let me record it in the podcast. People want to hear my opinion on splitboarding. This is a hot take. Are okay. you willing to participate in my hot out. take? Gonna, let's start this podcast my off hot with take a toddy. I have a lot of friends that splitboard. I don't have a splitboard, so I don't go splitboarding. Split. But I'll tell you what. What is splitboard? It took so long for snowboarders to get accepted to actually be on ski areas and ride the lifts. And now that we are finally like can go wherever we want, except for like two ski areas that suck. Now snowboarders want to like walk up the hill. What the hell? Oh, there's my phone. Next thing you're going to know, next thing you know, people are just, you know, they're just, it's everything's moving backwards, dude. Like people, people are putting like cinches at the bottom of their snowboard pants. That That shit was out in 91. I'm telling you. I like a cinch at the bottom of a jacket. Yeah, okay. This is the Monday Mass, the Monday Action Sports Show being recorded today on a Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Do we get all that in there or do I need to repeat it again? <laughs> I'm going to edit that whole part out. Well, I'll re-put that in the questions at the end of it. How's it going, everybody? Save your questions for the end of the show and save your tomatoes for something else. You want to talk advertisements? Yeah, let me do me do this. I'm jacked up. I, I realize you are. The ad block I is have presented. Some information. I have some information I can put in with you. Okay. The ad block is presented by Mammoth Wait, Mountain at Mammoth Mountain. The ad Mount- block or the podcast? Whatever. The ad- <laughs> we have sponsors for the ad. The ad block is That's so long. We, we actually. To do. We I know. We got to get the ad block sponsored. I told, I'm telling you. So let's have <laughs> die cut stickers. Die cut, this present. ad block is brought to you by diecutstickers.com. Yeah, we did get at diecutstickers.com. We got it's, some ad block stickers made up, like voting stickers, and I think we passed some out. We can got I, some left. Can I get up can I get on with this? Can you get a can you go home? Mammoth Mountain. At Mammoth Mountain. I got this mammoth information. Is the ski area that is getting snow right now. And yeah. there's not a lot of them on the west coast, but Mammoth is and so, take that we'll as check a it out. win. We've got secret, secret news. Okay, go. We've got a, uh, we've got an insider on the ground in Mammoth. Uh, apparently, it's getting better and better by the day. There's been four to nine inches of fresh snow at Main Lodge, with way more up on top. And apparently, Thursday and Sunday could get real good. Another storm is forecasted for next week. So, your secret insider information. Uh, from the Monday Mass is to potentially head up to Mammoth on Thursday through Sunday. Do you think Christmas Day would be a good day to ride? Yeah, Christmas Day. Open? Christmas Days are really good. They're open, huh? Day to go snowboard in the morning. Yeah, like Christmas powder mornings are magical. Is your dog ever going to stop <laughs> eating that bone? <laughs> There's a dog under the table eating a bone. Go at to Mammoth. Pedal Mountain, dot electric. Pedal electric. Best e-bike ever. If you still want to get your significant I don't know, anyone that you care about that you want to spend money, uh, a decent amount of money on a really good e-bike, chances are you need to get that shit squared away now. Oh, yeah, there's like five days till Christmas. Yeah, but right? we, don't, we don't count Sunday. Um, 
1620 Workwear at 1620 USA. You take this one because I have a clothing sponsor. Oh, well, the Monday Mass has a clothing sponsor, and I have a clothing sponsor. 1620 USA at 1620. I'm actually wearing the pants right now, Todd. They're indestructible, and they're comfortable. And wow, do I look like shit or what? At Mentors. No, my pants look good. My hair looks bad. At Mentors, we are going to Japan very shortly. I can't wait. And we're bringing a guest, I think. You know how cool it felt when I was actually in Japan a couple days ago and people were saying, oh, like Japan, da, da, da. I go, yeah, I'm here for a skate event. I'm coming back in a couple weeks to snowboard in Hokkaido. We're going to Hokkaido, right? We're going to Hokkaido, central Hokkaido. Dude, and I've heard it's, I just saw a video of it. It's going to be sick. Can't and wait. At Mint Tours. At Mint Tours. Still time. You can get somebody like a. Which brings me to our next experience. sponsor is Bachan's Japanese Barbecue Sauce at Try Bachan's. I think Justin from Bachan's is going with us on this Mint Tours trip to Japan. No. He is. That was, that's so. I so think. We're bring, oh, I can't wait. I think he is. He just needs to lock lock in. Locked and loaded. So Let's go. Maybe we can try bachans in Japan with actual Japanese people and see if they like it. And bachans would make a great stocking stuffer. I mean, you want to make people happy? Stick a little bachan. Not don't pour the bachans in the stocking. Give them the whole bottle sealed. Machu Picchu energy. I'm just gonna snap a fresh one right here. You're gonna snap a freshie? Snap a freshie. This is the Alpine I heard that. Alpine Mint. I don't know if I need any more caffeine, but I'm gonna go for it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I should have had the first sip. Zero shirt. Why? I don't know. I just don't trust your lips. <laughs> trust your lips. At Machu Picchu dot energy. Hanson Surfboards. At Hanson Surfboards, there's still time. If you're local Encinitas, you can still go in there and pick up presents. And online. I don't know online. It, this yeah, is, you can go to the internet and go to Hanson Surfboards. Yeah, but this is the time of year like when, when you go to checkout and it says you, you'll get your present January 6th. I don't know. You better know. go to HansonSurfboards.com and really find it. Try that. it out. Yeah, go in there physically. They want your physical presence there. At Beneath Apparel, at BN3TH Apparel. I don't even need to show you what underwear I'm wearing. You already know. These are the best underwear on the planet. It's proven fact. Every single male I've given underwear to has reported back saying this is the best underwear they've ever worn. Why screw around with anything else? Seriously, it don't, p- don't piss off your junk. There's nothing worse than piss. your junk is important to us. Your, if your genitalia is pissed off at you, there's bad shits coming. We would not say something is the best in the world unless it was at Bubs Naturals. At Bubs Naturals, Bubs Naturals is a collagen MCT brain oil uh, and all kinds of other stuff. Why you you need to stop taking texts during the broadcast podcast? It's, it's a potential business. Text. No, it is not. Mike Marciano, it's my dad calling. <laughs> Should we, should we no. answer and talk to dad? No. People no. love talking to dad. That's <laughs> not. We got to get through the ad block, dude. Panic and Coffee and Tea at Panic and Sorry, Coffee and Tea. You can go online and pick up some coffee, or you can go to their new location in Oceanside, California, which is incredible. Have you been there? Not yet. We're going to go this week. I think I'm going Friday. Oh, hey, what's up, Cab? Look, Steve Caballero just chimed in. If you had told 16-year-old me that Steve Caballero would be saying hello on a magical device where I could have a picture being broadcast to millions of people, tens of people, seven people around the world, no one would right. believe me. But it's quantity or it's quality over quantity. So Steve Caballero counts for like 5,000 people. He's that cool. We're the, right? o- we're the only podcast that has Bones Brigade members tuning in. That's right. All right. 
uh, what? New Greens at New Greens. I just uh, went snowboarding, uh, surfing, surfboarding. <laughs> With uh, Devin, the owner of New Greens, this morning. That's going to sell some product. So, well, he's <laughs> look, dude. He's he's not just a he's not, not just, just a client. He, he's out there. He's out there doing it. He's in it. He's in the shit. He takes it. I brought uh, plenty of the New Greens travel packets with me to Japan, and to boof. I came back and feel good. No, I didn't boof them. I put them in <laughs> bottles of water. No one knows what boofing is. Uh, okay, well, we got Mammoth Mountain Pell Electric. Vesselshipping.com, Vessel.com. Do not forget Vessel.com is uh, one of our newer sponsors and one of our better sponsors because they actually allow us to do business around the world via shipping. If you're a dumb-dumb like Todd (laughs) or if you're kind of smart like me but you still can't figure out like how to ship something in a normal, cheap, fast, easy way, go to Vessel.com. I'm going to ship your dog somewhere. Here, I'll I'll move the dog. Come here. Keep talking. I'm talking. You know, I think that people that just bring their dogs everywhere are incredibly inconsiderate. You know what I mean? Do you want her just sitting at home? I don't know. Maybe she'd be happier. Do you want that beautiful dog right there? Maybe she'd be happier. I mean, we just, we always assume that when you take your kids to work with you, they're going to love it. They hate it. I hated going to work with my dad. Bubs, Machu Picchu. He'd always be like, here, play with this stapler. I'm going to go and work for nine hours. Dude, I, I, I remember one clear memory, a core memory, if you will, of going to work with my dad. My brother and I were, went to his office, and one of the floors was under construction, and we were pre- like playing Die Hard, and then we got into an elevator, and we got stuck in the elevator, and the fire, fire, fire department had to come get us out. My dad was pretty embarrassed at his office That's, because we uh, were destroying the construction area. Yeah. Uh, Camp Shred is coming. February 3rd and 4th, San Leo Campgrounds. This is the world's largest surf demo. You can try every new surfboard model. All the boards, the wetsuits, wax, uh, everything. It's right down the street at Cardiff Campgrounds, San Leo Campgrounds. February 3rd and 4th. We'll be talking about it for the next month leading up to it because Camp Shred rules. I'm booking the entertainment again, Todd. Who do you, do you have There's going to be some great bands playing there, Todd. You, can you give me a hint? I can't give you any hints. Why? I can't tell you. Why? Why does this kind of shit always have to be a secret? Like, why wouldn't you want to get people hyped up like before it happens? Like, why keep it a secret? Because I'm not trying to keep it a secret. I don't. I don't have the bands locked in yet. Like, you haven't called anyone yet. No, I've called them. They've agreed, but I don't. No one's. Todd, this is entertainment business. You don't understand what happens on the in the music biz. Okay, you can't just start saying names. I can't just say the Rolling Stones are playing Camp Shred. You know, they might be, but let me lock them in first. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Should we go into uh, Surf News? What? <laughs> surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Everybody. Oh, yeah, we do a podcast. The Palm Springs Surf Club is open for business, but guess what? On you New ain't, Year's Day. You ain't getting a booking there for a solid three months. Why do you have to go negative? Because God? I'm just being a realist, because I tried to go on the website and book... Like, I wanted to go and book as a present. Why can't you be happy for them? I'm super happy for them. But, like, I went to go and book, and it's pretty far out that, you know, but it's it's cheap. It's, like, fairly cheap. Well, I have the prices right okay, here. Okay, give me the prices, Chris. Okay, this is according, I think this was on surfermag.com or something. Maybe Stab? Either way. Uh, $20 to get in. 
And then beginner Waikiki style waves start at 100 an hour for a group of 12. That's an amazing price. Mm -hmm. uh, the intermediate wave, which Todd will probably want to serve, 150 an hour for a group of 12. The advanced sessions, $200. And private. That's, this is per person. Per person. It says hour. No, it's $200 an it hour. It says per 200 per for a group of nine. $200 for a group of nine? Yeah. That seems, That's what it says right here. That seems it, way too cheap. Well,. That's why it's booked because people want to come surf it. Are you sure that's not a typo? I, I directly copied and pasted this. It off seems the like it would be like two thousand an hour for nine people. I don't think so. Wow, call if that, Shane. If that's true, I can't. I'm on the freaking. You call, call Shane. somebody. They're not gonna. Nobody's gonna answer me. Shane Magnuson will answer the phone. Call him right now. Fine. We're gonna call Shane Magnuson, the owner. I mean, the I don't know. What do you call him? He's the Wave Wizard. He's the Wave Wizard. He's going to give us some information we'll if see. he answers his phone. Do you have his number? Yeah, he's... No. <laughs> you have Shane Magnuson's cell phone number. I used to. Do you have no, it? No, I don't. What the, who else do we know? I have Kalani know? Rob's number. Okay, call Kalani Rob. Do you think Kalani Rob will answer the phone? Okay, here we go. We're calling Kalani Should Rob. Should I message him and say... No. Just call him. He'll answer the phone. He loves you. This is, this okay. is, this is great podcasting, by the way. This is cold calling Kalani Rob and calling, cold calling Kalani Rob, a new segment on the the Monday Mass. We're calling Kalani's not. Kalani's a wild card too. I mean, who knows what he'll say? I know. Does he even know that he has a a phone? <laughs> Does he? he okay. This oh is a brand my new God! Segment he on the Monday the Mass. It's called cold calling Kalani Rob. You're live, Kalani. You're live. No warning. Live, dog. I'm so live. Hey, we need information about this wave pool. That's Todd I Richards. Zero information for you guys. I'm so sorry. I wish I could. What are you talking about? I you... have zero information. I really, I wish I could have information for you guys, but I really don't have any. <laughs> well, just tell us how fun it is to ride that barrel. That's. Uh, I've ridden my pool. Did you say my pool? The pool. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, no, not my pool. Exactly. <laughs> good, good call. Um, I've ridden. Uh, those other those guys pull. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, I I don't know what to say. I think it looks really good. It looks amazing, right? Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Well, we we just wanted to call you. We're talking about it. It's it's opening up in January. Uh, I have a question. This is unrelated. Are you still uh, the world's best bodyboarder? Correct. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure because I had heard some rumors that you had been knocked down off the top spot. No, they can. They 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 uh they can't take that away from me just yet. Nobody has broken uh broken my 360 record yet, Guinness World Records. Um, nobody has actually shown any Instagrams or social media posts that say you're better than Clyde Rob yet. Or so. interest, really. I mean. Nope. Yep. So I'm sorry. Uh. I have, uh, you know, re, re, uh, what do you call it? re alived, uh, bodyboarding. Mm. Uh, we are back. We're back. World number one. <laughs> well, back. I, I hope, I hope you don't mind us cold calling you. We were talking about this pool and we got excited and, and then called your number and we just love you a lot. Thank you. I love you, Cote. The only reason why I don't know anything about cold call, but it's usually a cold call anyway with me and you. So it's no, no different. And, uh, yeah, I know that everybody's been having a lot of questions from the pool. Uh, 
I I uh, I know that a lot of people have probably heard why they haven't heard anything from me. Um, I'm gonna tell you guys. I actually am not gonna say anything to anybody, to any press, to any media till it's time. And I know that a lot of people who care about me, care and love me, are paying close attention. And uh, there's a lot of questions, so I, I know that they will be answered in due time. But I'm just making sure that everybody doesn't have to ask me because so many things are going to be so evident that things don't need to be asked to me. Okay, we got you. We got you. This is this is no longer a business call. This is this is us as friends calling you and saying we love you and we hope to see you real soon. Yes, yes. Bye, the best. Bye, Kalani. Okay, boys. Yo. Well, that was awkward. No, Kalani's never awkward. He's the best. Uh, we just don't. We don't know. We don't know. Um, Marciano just gave us Shane Magnuson's number. Oh, good. <laughs> so, okay, let's continue on. That was. I'm not going to say that was easy. That was that was weird. It seems like something's going on, and it will be uh, talked about in due time. I will be relieved. We we don't we you know we're not in the business of. Uh, are, are we are we are in the business of breaking news? <laughs> that was. We're in the business of creating awkward situations via our podcast. Um, so those are the prices that I have so far. <laughs> yes. Hold on. Hold on a second. You talk. Okay. P- apparently. <laughs> Chris, oh, my God. I, I don't know what just happened. Chris is, uh, Chris is taking a call. He, Chris has walked into the corner. Like, he's over here, like, talking to Kalani privately now. Nothing. Something weird's going on over here. I don't know what's happening. He's looking at me. I think Kalani's pissed. We might have to edit this whole part out of the podcast. I don't want to. Because because this is this is the kind of drama that people tune in for. Okay, here comes Chris. He's gonna tell me what he said. What did he say? No, it's all good. Didn't look all good when you were over there. No, it's all good, man. Don't make it weird. That was almost as awkward as Oh, it's hot. I started sweating. <laughs> no, it, usually when you when you call someone, you warn them, and then Todd pressured me into calling people. I barely pressured and you. And you warn them, hey, we're going to call you, because when people uh, work at a business, they don't want to start saying oh stuff God. out of context, and they don't, if, like, I have the prices here. Yeah. I thought we prided ourselves. Like part of the appeal to our sponsors is we have these like Rola, these Rolodexes where people will just answer the phone and they of course okay. But like every once in a while you're gonna you get Shane's number. You're gonna get a raw dog one like that. That was that was good. Hey Merciano, will you text Cote uh, Shane Magnuson's number so we can talk to him about yeah? The because I'm pool? sure no one's been calling here. So here's here's what's going on. Everybody who's work works with and or affiliated with the Palm Springs Surf Club is probably getting called off the hook by every single yeah, but this Tom, is, Dick, and Harry but in this the is, world. But this is annoying. us. Like we are like oh, we are a media outlet, and we're not calling for asking for anything for free. Oh, I, th- I was. You were. <laughs> You're gonna ask Kalani. Well, for not a- if it's a hundred dollars an hour. It's two hundred dollars an hour for the advanced session. But you, I thought you were going intermediate. I am advanced. I'm an advanced surfer, damn it. Okay. Well, at any rate, oh, I've had too much coffee. <laughs> Chris is Chris thinks he's going to get beat up now in oh Hawaii. Oh my god. What were we talking about? Awkward phone calls. Who else can we call that would be really weird? 
Well, Stab posted a rumor that Chris Moore might be quitting the tour. Really? <laughs> Should we call her? <laughs> what if we called up Kelly Slater right now and like we're like, yo, Kelly, what's up? It's $200 an hour for nine people. What's oh up God. with your pool? I'm just, I'm going to just delete this whole podcast. <laughs> Sweet. Everyone else is. Um, um, what yeah, else what? is going on? But is this really... Stab posted a rumor that Carissa Moore may be opting out of the 2024 championship tour. I just Is it gnarly to post rumors like that? That's a pretty like big They posted deal. it. We are just simply saying something oh, yeah, that we're they already posted. Anything. We didn't We didn't say it. We don't stand behind anything. We just repeat it. So, to concentrate on the Olympics? I don't know. Do you think? Oh, my God. Chris is fucking frazzled right now i'm so jet lagged to be honest with you um okay so back to what we were talking about should we i don't should we call shane like i said everyone's so busy see if he answers his phone just see if he answers the phone no one's busy it's christmas time no one's doing shit oh my god would you just call i'm I'm gonna send a message and say you down for a quick cold call no Mm -hmm. just call this nope this is like well look do this is like what Joe Rogan does, right? Are we doing the same thing Rogan does? This is a Rogan-esque episode of this podcast. Um, I think our source gave us the wrong phone number. <laughs> Marciano? <laughs> Mike, you like gave that? us the wrong phone number, apparently. Anyway, there's much more news. The WSL has announced their 2024 Challenger Series schedule. Oh, boy. I can't wait to see what this is, which is essentially a carbon copy of 2023's now lean, mean qualifying tour. Like last year. This is year, directly taken off. There will be com. no round of 96. Okay. With 80 men and 48 women vying for 10 and 5 CT spots, respectively. We're going to get sued for plagiarism. Why? Because this is just a guide. You literally I copy and pasted that. It's off stat. Congratulations. Stab Mag got the credit for the. This what is this? The news. Washington Post podcast? Um, Let's get with the program. Will be allocated as follows 12 men and seven women from the CT who do not make the midseason cut can compete. 10 and 5, 47, um, five men. <laughs> if you want to see the complete Challenger Series uh, schedule, go to worldsurfleague.com. Who do you think would be the worst person? Like if you, in your phone, there's okay. got to be one person that is the worst person to cold call. Like that would like it literally be the worst person. Who is that? And can we call them? Oh, I don't know. Who would be terrible? Who would be the worst person? The worst person you could call in your phone. Oh my, I see now you're trying to bait me. Now no. you're trying you're a master at no, baiting I'm, me. No, I'm you don't have to I mean, it'd be cool if you called, but like who is the person that like you'd be like, "Oh my god." Oh, I can't even say. <laughs> so there is you one. You say it. I don't know. Exactly. You don't want to say it. I don't it. know who's in your phone. I'm not cold calling people Do you anymore. know any of the Wolfpack? Do you have any of the Wolfpack's phone numbers in your phone? Chippa Wilson has a brand new movie out and it, uh, coming out, and it looks like it's going to be a banger. Monster Energy got together with the team. Chippa Wilson is the main star. But he's bringing guests with him like Felipe Toledo, Bobby Martinez, Eitan Osborne, Taro Watanabe, and more. Chippa is going to be coming out. It's coming out March. Wow. What? March 2024. That's not that far from now. But it says there's um, a deleted scene from the Palm Springs Surfing Club dropping this Friday on Stab Premium. You know who would have insight on that clip? Who? It would be Shane Magnuson 
from the Palm Springs he's, Surfer. He's busy. He is? Yeah. Oh, so you got a response. Yeah. Yeah, he's busy. So, like I said, these dudes at the Palm Springs Surfing Club are, like, opening any minute, and so they're probably going crazy. We, we shouldn't have cold-called anybody. It's but your... we did. Look. You did. You I didn't know that Kalani Rob has something going on. No, it's just, they're just busy. There's nothing, there's no drama. There's no, there's nothing bad happening. It's just busy. If you read between Chris's lines, you'll know that there's, no. he's sweating and he took his sweatshirt off and then he put it back on. Oh my on. God, I've had too much coffee. I'm too busy. <laughs> I'm too busy now. Um, what else were we talking about? You said um, you were going to tell me all about this new, uh, this new surf movie there's a, starring Nicolas Cage. There's a deleted scene from Chippa's movie mm-hmm. that features the Palm Springs Surfing Club that drops this Friday on Stab Premium. What does that have to do with Nicolas Cage? Well, in other surf movie news, the first look at Nicolas Cage's new movie called The Surfer just dropped, and I saw some behind-the-scenes footage of Nicolas Cage fighting with a surfer in the water. Wait. Oscar winner Nicolas Cage plays a man who returns to Australia to buy his family home back after many years in the U.S., but is humiliated in front of his teenage son by a group of local surfers who claim ownership over the secluded beach of his childhood. Wounded, he defies them and remains at the beach, demanding acceptance. The conflict escalates. He's brought to the edge of sanity. You know what would make that a really cool movie? Is if instead of Nicolas Cage, it was penguins. That's been done. Look. Twice. I'm just telling you right now that Surf's Up was the best movie featuring surfing that has ever been done. I'm pretty excited to see Nick. So Nicolas Cage, I guess I, he's an adult learner that goes back to this localized spot where his is it family a com- Is it a up. comedy? No, it's a drama. It's a drama. Yeah, there's fighting. It's radical. Dude, that shit is tired. Well, you don't know that. I know it because I'm fatigued and it, all you did was read a synopsis. Well, I'm just telling you the news. That's all I do is report the news. My you know, opinion, I will give my opinion on the matter, though. You know who we should call is Kalani Rob. See what he thinks about that. We're not calling anybody else, especially busy people. Why don't you call? Oh, see, you're hiding behind the fact that you have a live stream going on your phone, so you can't go calling people. I'm not hiding behind anything. I'm just. I have. You're I, hiding in front of your phone. I take care of one technical technical aspect of. I have three. See three. Right. Okay. All right. What else you got? Oh, uh, did you see any of the footage that came out of the East Coast yesterday? They had torrential mm. rains that absolutely devastated areas of New Hampshire, Maine, and Vermont, which is a bummer that. because it was like they didn't have very much snow. They got nuked with rain and like bridges were washing out and shit. So but what does the that coast, mean? Well, let's just let's talk about the positives. Okay. Wow, you're talking about the positives. New Jersey went nuts. Nuclear. Cape Cod went nuts. The okay. footage that I've seen of the East Coast surfing from yesterday, just offshore, perfect. Jersey looked gigantic, like giant Ooh. Hasagor. It looked menacing. I think I saw Rob Kelly. Yeah, Rob Kelly was out there going bananas. We should call him. We should start calling everybody. <laughs> ruin our own show. Uh, Here, let me ruin this show for you. Um, but I think that's, you know, being able to surf 
waves of that size right on the beach, like huge breaking tubes in the beach in water that's 48 degrees is insane. Just paddling out in a six mil wetsuit at any size is radical. Now do it in proper 12 to 15 foot barreling. Not like these, those East Northeast surfers built, are a different breed. Built different. Who's you got? What's going on in the chat? What's don't pay no attention to my chat. <laughs> uh, God, there's a lot, all kinds of weird news going on right now. So tensions are still escalating a little bit about uh, a little bit. Are we still talking about Chopo's the the barge uh, problem? The tower issue is still ongoing. The ISA, the International Surfing Association, who basically was the driving force behind getting surfing in the Olympics and fields most of the most of, uh, helps field most of the surfers. Da da da. They are saying they do not support any new construction on Tahitian Reef after wow. an official statement. So things are escalating. <laughs> News is happening. We're talking about it. Remember when we were just entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I miss entertainment. This well, okay. is entertaining. This is entertaining. And I think we, we should have led the the surf news with this. This is the best yeah. thing that I've seen. Okay, first of all, everyone loves dolphins. But apparently... Not everyone. There's beef in the ocean. Oh, God. I Go didn't, ahead. I didn't know that this was a thing. So just off the coast of San Diego, there are ki- pods of killer whales going crazy. Uh, we just watched a video. I sent it to Todd, and I, I'm going to give I'm gonna give this person credit because this video is insane. Someone actually said something about this in the water to me today. So apparently there's turf war between orcas and dolphins. Yeah, and here it is. Orcas have decided to start beating the shit out of dolphins. Julia Pelio in the waters you, you see this. of San Diego. So a killer whale is filmed multiple times headbutting a dolphin, spinning it 50 feet in the air, obviously killing it. So hence the name killer whales. I just I mean okay, so dolphins Pray. Dolphins we always maybe dolphins are just I don't know. Maybe dolphins deserve it. Maybe dolphins are the dicks. You know, may, you never know. Like you don't ever hear it from the doll from like a killer whale's point of view. Maybe dolphins are just dicks. Yeah, like the dicks of the ocean. Everyone just thinks they're like really cool and they're fun, like flipper and oh, we're gonna go swim with the dolphins. But maybe orcas are just sick of their shit. Right. I. I see. I I prefer dolphins to to just because. First of all, it seems weird to me that every time I see a dolphin or a pod of dolphins swimming across the horizon, mm-hmm. a set comes through. Do they somehow use the energy of sets and swells to, to move back and forth? Is this something that I've just imagined? Do you notice the same thing? I don't notice that at all, Chris. But what I do know is that if you think about it, right? Like dolphins and killer whales are cetaceans, right? Like those, that's like the... Oh, big word. I think that's the I think that's what you call them. They're mammals. But, no, but there's like a it's like a species, a division of mammal. A division of mammal. I think am I right? If anyone in the chat hit me up, am I right on this cetaceans? Yeah. Okay. So, not crustaceans. Not very different than crustaceans. But at any at any rate, like they're they're the same species. So, is it like interspecies like racism going on? Speciesism? Yeah, is it speciesism? 
I don't. Uh, is there a race of cetacean? I don't know. Do you have any scientists we could call? Let me call a scientist. <laughs> um, so the let me just give you some stats. The creature. Oh, Jul- did I did I say the name of where I got the video from? Yes. Uh, Julia dot Paleo, P L I O. Credit to that insane footage. Uh, so these killer whales weigh six thousand pound kilograms. They can go up to fifty six kilometers per hour, and they're submarines that. <laughs> this is a great feature. What is it? The orca can generate a staggering. Seven million two hundred seven hundred twenty-seven million. No, that's seven hundred twenty-seven thousand eighty-seven thousand eighty-seven point eight seven joules of energy. Joules of energy. Jesus Christ! Can I let's let's rewind. Joules that. of energy. What is a joule? An orca I've never heard that generates a joules of energy. It's comparable to the force of over 450 professional boxers' punches or a compact car moving at 60 miles an hour and colliding with a wall, (laughs) all concentrating in a single breathtaking instant. Look, here's the deal. If killer whales wanted everyone in the ocean dead, would all be dead. It just seems to be, to me, that dolphins are dicks and killer whales are sick of their shit. All right. In other surf news, <laughs> um, do you have any more surf news? No, we could call a killer whale. What? I just heard something. Is that your kid? Skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. Todd, guess why I was in Japan? You were there covering an international skateboarding event. Oh, I was covering the Street World Championships for Red Bull TV, and it was mystifying how good skateboarding is at that level. I think women's skateboarding in particular Dude. is insane. It right is. Now. So, you know, you watch it online, you, you watch it on TV and it's, it's obviously incredible. It's mind bending when you see this stuff in real life. So I was announcing with the Alex white, uh, and Shay Sandiford and world skate was there pastors. So we had like, we were doing our own, Broadcast, Separate broadcast, sure. The Red Bull TV broadcast was super fun. We had these rad augmented reality images. It was it was cool. That was the work part. But the skateboarding part was... Let me just give you an example. So Sora Shirai wins. The format is like this. You take two runs. So first, first of all, to get to the final eight for men and women, the list of names that were cut before the quarters, the quarters and the semis, I mean, these are the best of the best. Right, yeah. All the big names in street skating competition. Um, in the finals, you had basically Japanese domination, top top down. Sora Shirai, uh, Kiri Natsuka, Yuto Horigomi. But Sora Shirai, after two stellar runs, comes at the next segment. So you get your two runs, your best run. You take that score with you to the five trick attempts section. Mm-hmm. So you have five. You can do five. Street is street league format. Same format, Olympic format, street league format. So, Sora Shirai's wins. He kills it. He wins convincingly. Mm-hmm. Here's so this is just one of his tricks. And I feel like the longer the trick name, the harder the trick. All right. And this is down a 
nine ten huge nine stair. Okay. Alley oop front side one eighty ollie to fakie five oh grind. Front side one eighty out. Okay, so he ollied over the rail. Alley oop to fakie five oh grind front side one eighty out. I know like when you when you put all of those in, in context, if you just said alley oop, front side one eighty, you know, all of it Sounds like they're kind of basic tricks. I'm trying to think, like, frontside 180. How would he frontside? Okay, so Dude, if you go exactly. alley, 180 ollie to fakie 5 He's going down f- to frontside 180 out. Dude, all the, every, nearly every trick of a magnitude, like a, a big score, was done defying physics. So how Yuto's skating, how Cordano Russell's skating... Uh, Sora, Kyrie, all the top, all these, most of the top eight, you had like Alex Midler, full power skating, giant, like Ollie gap to nose blunt. Mm-hmm. Braden Hoven, same thing, just fast, crazy power. But these, the, the, the technicians are doing things, everything's going blind, they're going the hard way mm-hmm. in, and then going the hard way out. So you know how we're talking about snowboarding, we love <laughs> to see a rewind? Mm-hmm. That's what, the cutting edge of skateboarding is right now on the streets going down these big hubbas or big rails as difficult as you can possibly make it for yourself and to to defy physics to defy gravity but there's also like one it's so crazy there's something to be said about like okay like you know if you're out in the street and you're filming a part like you get you know you may try something a million times yeah to get it done but like the the crazy part about what's happening now in these contests is that it's consistent yeah. And that's why, like, my favorite part about when we've commentated sh- skate comps before is, like, watching the warm-ups. Because the warm-up tricks are the tricks oh that God. would win a contest three years ago, and they're done, like, without thought. Yeah. And it's crazy. I love it. To, to do your hardest trick in front of a arena crowd within, within five tries, and you have to have two makes if you want to win, yeah. is... It's mind blowing. Anyway, uh, you make a Oda kickflip front feeble down a huge rail, and just watching this practice and this setup to try to do a kickflip front feeble, mm-hmm. there are so many ways to break yourself off trying this trick. Do you think it's that, so dangerous? Do you think that the Brazilian domination of like women's street? Do you think Raisa is is it over? No. You, it's not over. Well, I mean, like, do you like? I've just seen it, like, in snowboarding. It's the Japanese riders are now the dominant force in competitive snowboarding. The yep. Japanese skaters are the dominant force in competitive skate. Well, at least in street well, five, skating. So five of six of the top six are Japanese skaters. Okay, so... And they're all still young, so it's not like, oh, you know, they're going to be aging out anytime soon. Every every female in the finals was under 17. And the question that I have is, okay, well, and people have asked me this before, it's like, why? Like, why, what is it, and why is it that the Japanese skaters and snowboarders are hitting this crazy stride where they're unbeatable and they're super technical and you, there's always four or five of them in the, in the top, you know, the top six. Maybe it's attention to detail. I think it's focus. Well, I had spoke to somebody about, about this a little while ago. They have like the, tra- like the training and the amount of, and the amount of attention and money and, um, 
funds that are pu- like that are put into these programs to to give people the uh, facilities and the means to become great. It's yeah. like that's what they're concentrating, like really concentrating on over there. Uh, it's not like in surf. Like there's not. It's weird how it's not. It hasn't hit surf yet. But I predict in like the next two or three years, there's going to be the new Japanese wave of surfers will come in and, and be yeah. very difficult to take down because they are so good and so consistent in their craft. I think it started, this whole thing started with Vans Park Series with young Japanese female park skaters. Mm-hmm. Kokona Haraki, yeah. uh, you know, Sakura Yosuzumi, these, they came up quick and they kicked ass and that helped kind of pave the way for skaters like Yumeka, Momiji, yeah. And so it's just interesting. The it women's goes, top three it's, it's was Yomika, Oda, Haisa, Leo, and Momiji. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it like sports. trickles down to board sports. And yeah. I think that's, it definitely, you know, just from like being in the U S and like looking at, I mean, U S skating is great. And it's like, you know, it's, it's at the forefront of every, every, all the pros are fairly concentrated in the U S is like the popular people that like, kind of like the style guide yeah. is, is from the U S kind of well, it's, it's what's wild too, is you can't, you can't skate in the streets of Japan. Yeah. So that's the it's, wildest it's thing. You got these you crazy got, yeah. people. You've got the, the best competitive skaters easily, the most and the best and the youngest, but even so we could go and skate on the sidewalk and whatever. I, I was skating on the streets in Japan a little bit and people were just like, what the hell are you doing? It's Why that, are you? It's Yeah. That crazy. Yeah. Wow. And hopefully this will change that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, it's strange, but the fans were amazing. Very the cool. arena was packed for the finals. The skateboarding from everybody not just young Japanese skaters, but from everybody was just incredible. Street street competition right now is just in such a wild place. And oh. everybody skates so different and has so many different tricks. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh Sodi. Because Miles Silvis. That's pretty crazy. Thrasher magazine skateboarder of the year. And I think it was a close one. It was a close one between Miles, Yuto, and Pedro. I think with the probably the top three. Mm-hmm. But I think Miles just Miles just got the edge because I I don't say he was more raw because Pedro is well like his raw his last guy. his last video part city was, to city was insane. Yeah, man, that's that's a lot of pressure <laughs> picking Sodi. And now we get to go and watch. I know Gifted Hater just dropped a, a hour and a half long. Uh, video about it, which I'm excited to see. Do you okay? So I've I've had some uh, some talk with some people recently about how snowboarding doesn't really have a gifted hater, right? And how it's it's almost like it's a necessary thing. Yeah, because in skating, there's kind of like somebody like that that has fun and fucks around and like you know is just kind of playing with the negative aspect, and the makes shit valid talking points. And then you in gotta sur- have valid points if you want to be a. In, in surfing, the same thing. Beach grit, kind of, but there's other people besides beach grit that do it. Right. You know, but snowboarding doesn't really have it. Like snowboarding is very nerfy, very soft, very. You think y- you don't want to like ruffle any feathers. Right. Why? We'll get into that in snowboard news. Okay. 
anyway, if you want to know the best things that happened throughout 2023, check out our homie Blair Alley and POTUS Operandi. This is a, a new podcast by the, the homies at Transworld. You've got Steve Fletch, Mitch Hartman, Blair Alley in the driver's seat. And they are going to review the top categories of 2023, best rookie pro, best indie video, best big company video, best video part, best and worst shoes, biggest brand fumble. Biggest brand fumble so is amazing. Go. There you go. Well, I guess, you know, that I think right I think there, everyone should. I mean, like, look, we don't no one really talks about that. Like every fumble. every year brands blow it. Yeah. And I think it's it's fair game to talk about how brands have blown it. And it's like. You know, maybe it'd be controversial, but I think it's cool. Like, it's like, look, we're just talking shit. We're just, you know, whatever. It's not like, I don't know. I think that stuff is healthy for an industry is to be able to like, to, to, to peel back the onion. Yeah. And, and just, show and just, us and just talk onion. like shit talking is a, a form of affection in my world. As I feel like as long as it's constructive, mm-hmm. You know, constructive shit talking. If you just talk shit without any solutions, it doesn't do much good, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you say, <laughs> this board sucks. Well, how could this board be better? Yeah, but when you're shit talking with your friends and, and people, uh, and let's say you're in a van on a ski lift. Okay, well, I thought you meant talking shit in a public forum. With oh, but live not... streams and sure things, yeah, all right. But I do like some good <laughs> van. You know, I try not. I I really do try not to talk shit. Do you really? I really do try not to. Don't you feel constipated if you don't let the shit talking out? Um, don't you feel, I feel socially? Guilty. I feel guilty when I talk shit. You do? Yeah. But like, if really. Usually, usually this usually when something if I talk shit on somebody, or but wh- something, I mean let's let's define. I see them the next day and let's, they're super cool. To let's me. define talking shit. Like okay. I'm not talking about like really pointy shit where you're like <laughs> pointed shit, like a really harsh pointy shit. Like where like it's like so and damaging. So and so has the worst style in snowboarding. Uh, so and so thinks they're super cool. But they're not like that. Why did so and so wear that outfit? Okay, like that's like that's general shit. That's general shit talking. Because it's just I I just feel I feel like that's just part of of sorry for touching you. (laughs) I feel like that's just part of it. Like just that puts the the it in shit. The culture, yeah. And the problem is, I think, is like when I grew up, and I don't know when you grew up. The <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> the shit, the shit talking was done to your face. You know what I mean? Like, like in high school. Yeah, like the peers that we had growing up in skating, yeah. surfing, and snowboarding. The shit talking was done to your face. Like you have the worst style. Like it would just be said to your face. Yeah. Like what's up with your legs? Like yeah. why? Like that kind of shit. But like that doesn't happen anymore. What's up with your legs? Yeah, like what's up with your legs, dude? Like that doesn't. Why do you do that with your hands? That doesn't happen anymore. Happen anymore. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's what I, happens now on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, but that's not like it's so different. If you read a comment, then you can't tell the context of what someone is saying to you. I personally love a back and forth shit talk where someone's giving me shit and I'm giving right. them shit and we know we're in a safe space like safe shit space. you know that you're not going to go too far but like in like a like a chat or a comment thing like 
some people don't know where the limit is. Right. And they say really mean shit. Like you can just, I don't know. I, I just feel like that that the ribbing or the shit talking that, that we grew up with like really helped to mold our sports where they are. Right. Like th- th- we're at the point we are now because of the older guys giving the younger guys shit. And then when the younger guys became older guys, they give they give shit to the other people coming up. And it just kind of creates this like... Shit storm. A sh- <laughs> basically a shit hurricane. You watch Trailer Park Boys? No. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. shit winds are blowing, Julian. All right, keep going. I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't either. Do you, you know Skate who should Angel call? We happening. should call Kalani Rob. Skate Angel is still happening. You can go to Rose Street Skate Shop here in Encinitas, California and give the gift of skateboarding to a kid in need. If you're not local, you can go to cowtownskate.org slash angels. Basically, what happens for $60, you can change a young person's life by buying them a complete skateboard and a real complete skateboard, an actual good skateboard with trucks and wheels and bearings and the whole thing. And if you do that, our friends at Vessel, Mikey Wynn, the homie, will match your donation. Todd, do you have $60 to spare to help a kid get a skateboard? Do you ever see uh, the don't <laughs> that? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, Todd's gonna get head on a rose. I'll street, head over to rose, and street. we'll match that by. Listen, I, I don't have an extra. I have some more. I have some more talking. Shit talking. Shit talking news. Have you ever seen those videos? Um, it's like a bunch of guys uh, playing golf, and yeah. there's like four or five guys that are sitting at the tees, and they just rip on the dude who's who's about to tee off. Yeah, because they're they're all friends. No, no, no. These are just people that are playing golf, and they hire these people to come in and talk shit. On it's oh, like a, they it's like hire? a, it's like a thing where like you play golf, and these guys like, I don't know. I'm sure people out there know what I'm talking about. I don't, I just discovered this because I was like going <laughs> down. Instagram. I was just on the toilet, just flicking Instagram, and I found this, and it was the funniest thing where these dudes just make fun of people at these like golf tournaments, celebrity golf tournaments, mm. and they just talk shit on people's. Uh, people's right. golf game and i think that's great i think there should be a uh, a really be fun skateboard contest where like all the old dudes are up on the deck and you have to go up there and perform as the old dudes are just giving you shit while you're skating like before like, you just trying to like, like destroy any self-confidence that you have yeah. before you drop in and we're, see what happens we're in the commentary booth going oh my gosh that was incredible that's gonna be a huge score these guys are over in the corner going, this kid sucks. Yeah, that's what, what I'm talking about. What socks? if you had a contest instead of all these coaches that are up at top of the half pipe, these coaches that are on the street course in, you know, at the at the skate events, instead of coaches, you just had a bunch of salty old dogs. And it was just like who can perform the best after they've had the the wind taken out of their sails? <laughs> I would pay to watch that. So you berate the competitors. It could be called like the pressure on yes. their already pressure filled day. Yes, it'd be great, huh? I think there's a. I think, I think there's a. There's Red Bull. I personally get- want to. I want to be. I want to be in the corner giving good good feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Chris is a. Uh, everyone just. I hope both teams have fun. I that's you know? what I that's what I want. I want I want participation trophies. Fuck that. One team needs to die. That's the attitude you need to have, I Chris. I love you. We'll one flowers one of these teams needs to die in order for the other one oh. to succeed. That is the way of evolution, Chris. Okay. 
I'm in. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I'm not in. <laughs> One of our homies, incredibly talented artist, Tony Larson just dropped a new capsule for girl skateboards. Tony Larson just amazing. recently left our group chat. I had a group chat with Tony Larson. I don't know what was said on there, but Tony Larson him. backed out. He, he backed, backed out. out of our group. Not chat. everybody wants to be in your group chat. There is your group. Ch- one of, I, I've been. I'm in one of your group chats. Do you like it? I like it. I think Tony. Someone said something, and Tony. Tony backed out. It's all and like the silent back out. The silent removing yourself from a group chat. <laughs> my brother was in a big group chat with m- myself and my most obnoxious friends, and he backed and out. And he backed out, and they kept adding him back in. So you can <laughs> okay, add that's insane. Back in okay, I'm to doing a group that. Chat. I was uh, I was out here giving Tony props for this new girl capsule. Okay, we can talk insane. about that. It looks so good. Dex shirts. People that people that don't know, Tony Larson has been a uh, graphic artist. Uh, for many different he skateboard companies for, for a long years. time. Yeah, he was that girl. Super talented. He's now at Spy Optics, helping drive that brand, and it's awesome. Tony's the shit. Um, sad news. Uh, Kishad Johnson passed away. Uh, it was a car accident. Just tragic, and it's one of those things that it happened. And every so does at the skate contest over the week over the weekend. And it happened, and you just everybody was just saying mm-hmm. this guy was the nicest, the coolest. Uh, so we're sorry to hear about the passing of Keshad, and go check out his clips. Hopefully, it'll get you inspired to skate. And we send love to his friends and family. It's really sad. Um, sorry to end skate news on on that note. It's been a weird show. It's been a really weird show. <laughs> it's been a weird show, Todd. Are you still sweating? I'm I'm back. I'm up. I'm up and down. Okay. Snow News is brought to you by Mammoth Mountain. It is the place mm-hmm. to snowboard on the West Coast right now. The best park set up is at Mammoth Mountain. Go oh yeah, and shred. And guess what? It's happening now in real time. If you start driving now, you can get there Thursday through Sunday. It's supposed to be good. Tell them the Monday Mass sent you. Uh, Todd, were you part of this? What? Uh, no, you weren't part of this. <laughs> a YouTube snowboarder, something murder. What? Went and he was the first ever person to snowboard at Arches National Park. I don't know if that's legal. <laughs> I have some friends that, that actually went and sno- I, I didn't think you were supposed to snowboard in national parks no, either. I, I had some friends, some very good friends, some close friends <laughs> that got busted by the rangers trying to snowboard in a national park in Utah. And this they, is like the big one, right? And, and they the got, arches. yeah, they were same zone. Okay. They got served up with some fat fines that so, they had to go back to, I think it's St. George and like go to court and like, it ain't like, I think a homeboy needs to take that shit down. Yeah. This was in on the news, on the internet, on the internet. Yes. Okay. You're about to get served. Whoever the dude is that like, uh, that this he went snowboarding there. We blast him out. He's uh he's probably going to be visited by a federal agent because you cannot you not supposed to go uh, snowboard any of those places. Does it say anything about it's on that? Powder Magazine, snowboarding YouTuber makes turns at an unexpected locale, Arches National Park, December seventeenth. David Murther, the half cab king. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Um, like he's like right there on the arch. Okay, this 
this is kind of funny. One hundred world's first calling it. LOL. Edit or it didn't happen. Hey, what would Ebolt say? Seriously, such fun to do this in such a beautiful place. Hashtag Utah. Hashtag Arches. World's first. Hashtag federal offense. I think honestly, I think it is. Based on what my good friends and there was multiple of them, they all got busted in Utah at a national park and the forest and the the park rangers were not cool at all. Huh. Like fat tickets. Do you know this guy's phone number? (laughs) I, I it's on Instagram. Okay. Well, All right, let's. We don't need. I. I don't want to like. I don't. I don't want him to be like. uh, To get shit thrown on him because of our podcast. Yeah. But it definitely is not. Well, I guess people are hiking around. No, you can hike in there. You can hike all you want. You can't snowboard there. Well. Supposedly, I don't know. I guess you can because there's nothing in here that says you're getting trouble. Right. Trouble. Well, I'll find. Look, whatever. Who cares? He got away with it. That's great. Super cool. Um, in other cool. in other snowboard news, uh, last weekend I commentated a couple events. Uh, I flew back east to Stanford, Connecticut, to do a couple um, NBC events. We had the Big Air from Copper Mountain. I was in Japan, and Chris was in Japan, and we also had the um, Half Pipe from Copper Mountain. And the Big Air event was pretty cool. We had some insane action go down there. The 1800 is now a qualifying trick, Chris. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were talking about that last time. I don't like it. It's just happening. I don't like it. I don't know. It's weird. It's it's a weird place that we've gotten to in snowboarding where where like 1980s and 1800s are the norm. I missed the 1980s. I know. 1980s were a great time. Yeah. Um. At any rate, somebody that won. It was the, Where the, can we watch it? It's on YouTube somewhere. I don't know. Um, but one of the cool things <laughs> you about- You love your job. Uh, I love my I job. I know you love your I job. Just, I, it's, it's just like competitive, big air. It's just weird. Like I'm not comfortable talking about like- I, I just I would rather see a lot- I would rather see more style be done- and a lot of these riders feel the same way, but they're backed into a corner by the way the judging criteria is. So they feel they have to do these crazy spins in order to win because winning is the way that you get uh, sponsorship deals these days. Right. Unless you are a cool guy snowboarder, you know, doing like rail trips and all that stuff. Like the only other way that you can make money is from your national teams. And so you got to play by the rules to to get support. And, and I get it, and but it sucks. It's like, it's just not... Styly, I don't know. Whatever. Right. That's just I'm not that guy. But it's what? To watch. But what is fun is I got to watch the uh, men's and women's snowboard half pipe, and that was a little bit different story. It was like one of those contests where like everybody fell. Like oh. uh, we 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 affectionately call those a who sucks least. Right. But at the end of the day, um, Scotty James had his that crazy trick we we're talking about the switch McTwist McTwist rewind. Yes. I, he did that, comboed that into a backside twelve sixty, but then couldn't Jeez. put couldn't put the rest of his run together, which was a huge bummer. But at the end of the day, Ayuma Hirano came in, did the triple cork fourteen forty, which is any time that trick happens, whether or not you like it or not, it's a it, you hold your breath because right. the consequences of that 
trick going south are insane. What was the trick that Sean White fell on and smashed his face? The double McTwist 1260. Double McTwist 1260. But people do that in the middle of their run now, like third hit. And that was only like three years ago? I know. The, le- the level is so crazy. Ayum Hirano, <sighs> Scotty James, they're at the forefront of it. So amazing showing by them. And uh, on the women's side of things, um, it was kind of a... It, it was a great showing by the women, but the thing that stood out to me the most is, is um, Coral Castellet from uh, Spain did about a 15-foot-high frontside 720, bounced on the deck, and then bounced all the way to the flat bottom, and she got rocked. And Q's a good friend of, of ours in the snowboard community. She broke a bunch of ribs, oh. collapsed a lung, but she's doing a lot better, so positive vibes. Snowboarding's out to, gnarly. Out to Q. So, Jesus, that was gnarly. And then... Um, more snowboard news. Sean White was on the bomb hole. Did you see it? It's the numbers being put up on the bomb hole right now. Like it's easily it's the like most real podcast. The most viewed. Yeah, no, it's totally a real it's podcast. Like they they do more <laughs> in smelling salt <laughs> merch like than, than we get from our sponsors. <laughs> so it was insane. It was a it What was, does he talk about? Because I'm gonna watch it. Give me a couple highlights. It's it's pretty cool. He kind of talks about being shunned by the cool guys in the sport. Um I think Chris Grenier did a really good job of... Was Chris Grenier one of the people that shunned him? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, like, th- I will say this, is that Grandy's did a great job. I think they softballed him a little bit, you know, and I think that Sean did open up, but he wasn't given the questions that... I feel like he's been so media trained that he gives... He's really good at taking the question that was asked to him turning that question around, making it go in a different direction where he wants to direct it and answering that question instead of the question that was originally asked. But I do feel like he opened up and kind of addressed some things. He kind of had some shots fired at Danny Davis and and that crew when they were all coming up together. It was it was great. You know, yeah. it, it humanized him a little bit. I'm more. excited to listen to it's it. It's good. It's yeah. it's really good. Um, I those guys do they do such a good job. They really do a good job. Yeah, I'm, all, I, I I I am a little bit jealous. I'll it's, be honest. it's almost as if they have their shit together. Yeah, like yeah, they know what they're doing. Right, right. We will. I mean, eventually we will. We've only been doing this for like ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to give us some time. <laughs> uh, well, Todd, mm-hmm. the celebs. On the other hand, must be listening to the Monday Mass because when we were t- we were talking about snowboarding, they started snowboarding. Justin Bieber went out there. Kendall Jenner, off of, uh, off of a, a breakup with Bad Bunny, was out there riding an Aspen. And guess what she was riding? Who cares? What a ride? Russell Winfield X Virgil Abloh tribute pro model. That's pretty cool, right? Really? A ride board. Yeah, That's it's a core company with two. I wonder what Ru- I wonder what icon. I wonder legends. how Russell feels. Wouldn't you? I would be stoked if Kendall Jenner was riding my board. Now, I heard it's not actually footage of her riding the snowboard. It's just a picture of the snowboard. The, she might not be riding it, but she took a picture of it. <laughs> no, they can actually ride. Who's they? Kendall the, Jenner? The celebrities. They can? Yeah, the celebrities can ride, Todd. Bieber. K-Jen. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny wasn't invited. They broke up. But well, you know what's better? Watching Marcus Cleveland ride a tiny little snowboard. Watching Marcus Marcus Cleveland do any kind of snowboarding is better than than learning about what snowboard Kendall Jenner is on. But maybe that'll help sell a couple more ride snowboards. Yeah, but but he rides for Nitro. No, I mean it, Kendall. 
Kendall's going to help sell ride snowboards. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what they do. They influence. Do you think it's cool for... Do you, like, how do you, what is your opinion? I have my opinion, but I'd like to know, okay. I'd like to know your nice guy opinion because okay. you rarely say anything bad about anything. True. When you have a company like Prada, okay, come into snowboarding, okay, make a Prada snowboard and make Prada goggles. Yeah. Now, what is your opinion of that? Do you feel that it's culture vulturing? Um, or do you like, and I, le- let's be honest here, like, I think it's more marketing. Mm-hmm. For Prada, I don't think a lot of people are going to buy Prada goggles instead of Spy or Electric or you know Oakley Endemic brands. So I don't think it really does. I think what it does is trigger me, you, and it triggers core snowboarders. But I think for the mainstream, they it's like I would I would be surprised if over. 20 Prada snowboards have been sold. Yeah, but the, the fact of the matter is that the Prada snowboards, when they sell, they're probably like six grand. Yeah, but people are still buying other snowboards, our snowboards. Yeah, but that's like... Okay, all right, I see. It your- doesn't bother me because it's like such a, it's such a non-factor because Chanel, come, Chanel makes surfboards and all it is, it's, I remember it's seeing- like Supreme. They make this one thing, yeah. right? I mean, like I would rock Supreme gear if I they gave it to me but then they make this supreme dirt bike and the supreme punching bag and it's like they make 20 of them but the, okay supreme is a like that's different like supreme was a skate shop in new york like right. they come from like they just happen to hit it right in street up. culture and blow up well they okay? do they do cool things and but, I, th- I think like a prada goggle and a prada snowboard is this kind of like it's not going to I, do but you it's think not it's hurting just, the industry. I think it's I think it's weird. It's weird, but it kind of maybe they're not. Makes gi- they're people, definitely they're not giving back to the industry. Maybe it makes people fantasize about snowboarding, and they see a Prada board with Prada goggles, and they're like, "I can't afford that." But if you I still want a snowboard. if you saw someone walk down to the beach with a Prada surfboard or a Chanel surfboard, like if yeah. someone walked down to the beach with a Chanel surfboard, what is your immediate thought? Like, are they going to rip? Like, wh- what do you think? Oh, I don't know. I I think it would be funny. Like, if somebody, for example, if somebody gave me a, Ch- a Chanel board. How about a Chanel wetsuit? And they said, you have to ride it. You can't just sell it. I would fully ride it as a gag. It would be a gag. Yeah. If I saw someone seriously going to the beach and pulling a Chanel board out of their car and, and out of their Lamborghini or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that stuff just doesn't really upset me, to be honest. Doesn't? No, not it sh- really. It should, because it's not. It's it's again. It's a non-factor, right? They're not selling thousands of Prada snowboards or Chanel surfboards. They're selling like maybe twelve. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm totally wrong, but I don't know. That kind of stuff just doesn't bug me. Okay. Fair so enough. if anyone out there from Prada <laughs> wants to give me a pow board, do you know I for s- Japan? You know, I saw, and this is this is yes, this is completely unrelated, but I think it's Prada makes. The devil um, wears Prada, by the way. The Prada makes a tool set. I think I think it's Prada. That's just marketing. It's like a it's like a toolbox with tools. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is buying a Prada tool set (laughs) and using that? Like the official. 
What are you doing? I'm looking for our questions. I'm preloading. Who is using that. an official Prada hammer anywhere? Right. Like that is the ultimate baller. I right? Know. And if that's the case, like, I don't know. Would you take it for free? A, pro- a Prada tool set? Yeah. Probably so I could flip it and sell it. There's no fucking way I would use that. It's just, it's like a certain kind of douchebag runs, runs that shit. Right. And like, do you think that those douchebags are aware that they're douchebags? Maybe. All right. Anyway, uh, what, if, what if I what if I offered to pay you twenty five thousand dollars to do what? a month? Oh yes. Head to toe Prada snow gear. That would be honestly, that'd be like a hard decision for me to make. Well, make it because I'm talking to the people at Prada right now. I don't think I would do it, dude. Twenty five thousand dollars. I don't think I would every do every first of the month. Come I, straight. I don't think I could do it. To be complete, I'm not being dead honest with I, you. I believe you. I don't like my. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what, it. Uh, what is like if you could get like a brand to? What, <laughs> what is it? What would be like the most cringe? Like if every day that you put on the wetsuit and put the surfboard in your car, what is the worst fucking brand? Like the most like controversial. Like you would have inner turmoil every time. Like, what is the worst for you? Like, what would it be? I mean, come on. No, I'm trying to think. Oxycontin. Oxycontin. <laughs> like, uh, no, Pfizer. No, what's the uh, Pfizer? No, what's the uh, like the people that make fentanyl? Yeah. Uh, that would be the uh, Stackler family or who? Sackler family. So you would have, you would so have. So all your gears just oxycontin, <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't know. How much are they paying me? Twenty five grand a month. Twenty five grand a month. Yeah. And I have to, and and not only do you wear the gear, but you have to be like on the podcast. You know, oxycontin is great. <laughs> Fentanyl is awesome. <laughs> I don't. I might be with you on that one. I don't know if. Like, what if it was Nambla? I, I I don't know if that's a thing. It's a is it um, urban legend. <sighs> All right, let's move on to questions. This is Catholic Church. <laughs> How much? <laughs> uh, questions are for? brought to us by New Greens. This is the most controversial. New Greens is the least controversial F. thing that you can put in your body because it's because <laughs> it'll make you live longer. It'll keep you healthier and. God damn, do we all need that. How long is this podcast going to stay on the internet? Okay, go. What's the first question? I say we take five questions. I have to pee super bad. Okay. Who are you texting? Are you texting someone to ask for a question? No, I'm texting my son. Doesn't he know that we're doing the podcast? I've got questions. Okay, go. Okay. More than five. Oh, and... uh, and Robert Pierzini. Hey, before we get to this... um, I went to something last night that was really cool. Uh, they did a premiere in the bowl at Poods for uh, a aggressive boogie board movie called Missile. In the bowl. In the bowl. I've Sick. never seen anyone do a premiere in the bowl of a skate park. It's great. More people should do it. It was fantastic. It's like an arena style seating. The acoustics in the bowl with the sound. Everything was awesome. Awesome. So a big shout out to okay. uh, Missile, the boogie board movie. Robert Pierzini says, what did you guys think of the Sean White bomb hole can you put in a good word for sean versus danny at natty select Ooh, sean uh sean um 
ex- uh, expressed his desire to be part of the natural selection, I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah. Um, the Put shark, the shark master left this message on the bomb hole saying stoked. Y'all have so many sponsors, but you might, it might be time to take a page from the Monday mass ad block. Breaking up the convo for ads is starting to get a little bit disjointed. That's right. If you Ooh, if you shit. put a super annoying ad block in the beginning of the podcast, yeah. it gives people a chance to skip it. Uh, Laura Stencil says, where does Lucadia start and end? Gosh, there's so much controversy here. It it starts at Panicking. That's Lucadia? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it. It starts at Panicking and goes north. Um. Uh, what else we got? Camp Shred news. We got questions. They're coming. They're coming. Um, Wackle Tippy. <laughs> Wackle Tip J. Tippy says favorite trick: skate, snow, surf. Go. Skate, kickflip. Skate. Back tail slide. Snow. Uh, slow motion backside one eighty. Frontside three sixty. Uh, surf. Big old backside straight air. Laybacks. Matt Allen says, will the upcoming trip to Japan be featured on an episode of Surf Machine? Also wonder if Kote is packing snowshoes for the inevitable walk down the mountain after his <laughs> bindings malfunction. That is not going to happen to me. Um, have, if have, Todd says it's okay, I'll do an episode of Surf Machine on I our have, snowboarding trip. I have bindings for you, by the way. You do? Yeah. Will you film me ride? Yeah. I'll film you. Chad Arsham's going with us and Ingemar Bachman. It's going to be sick. Um, this is from Brandon Parkhurst. Talk about the format for the Pipe Masters. Would probably Todd would like it because that's how it is in snowboarding, right? So No, the, I the like bare, it. The, the basics is a leaderboard format. Yeah. I and like, you like it. that more than a normal surf contest, quarters, semis, yes, finals. Because it's kind of like it you can like your score can carry on through the event. Right. If you have a psychotic wave in your heat, like that score can carry. I think that's cool. Okay. Because maybe you got the wave of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think that Pipe Masters format would work at a wave like Lowers, Huntington Beach, Cloud Break? If the criteria was more technical based, like airtime. I never thought about it like that. I never thought about that type of format working at a high performance wave. It would definitely work at a wave pool. Yeah. In like an air contest. Yeah. Okay. I like both. <laughs> I like both formats. Uh, Merrick Kyle says, podcast live from the Palm Springs Surf Club in 2024. Let's go. We would love to. Mm-hmm. We're both trying to get there. We're both going to go soon. We're probably going to call some more people that have off awkward, air awkward responses. Um, John Veter says, huge shout out to Chris Phillips at Spy for hooking up the care package. Been rocking Spy since 94. Spy will be... That's pretty sick. So we have some new Spy news coming. Um, Snow is rain up here and the conditions are not great in Whistler. uh, But at least the lift tickets are discounted from 300 to 269. Oh, affordable for everyone. And hopefully this weekend brings a colder system from the north and the wet stuff turns into snow. Thank you, John. Uh, I need some spy goggles too. I have, I have you. Hannah Lee says, "Has any female or non-binary skater made the Sodi finalist list?" Uh, definitely. I know that Leo Baker has made the list before. Nora, Nora has made the list. 
Um, I know there was a, a non-binary skater that made at least the top 10. So yes, Thrasher is very inclusive in their Sodi final list. Uh, Graham Mueller says, Trick Police, help. Mm. I'm working on a double grab this winter. That's a combo of seatbelt and stalefish. Does it have a name? I can't find it. Seatbelt and stalefish? It sounds like one of the more forbidden <laughs> tricks you could What do you mean seatbelt and stalefish? So seatbelt on the front, stalefish through the back. Seat you know what I'm saying? in the front. So seatbelts you... across your... Like this. Right, but you can't... I'm going goofy. You can't grab... Because stalefish is the same hand. <sighs> You know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to send us an illustration of this. Oh, wait, no. Seatbelt is tail grab. Okay, this that is a Ram, way. This is a Remy Stratton move. So, oh, yeah, okay. Tail yeah. grab with the front hand and while then, you stale fish in the back. I mean, I'd like to see you do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you should do it, but you know, it sounds cool. I was. That's a. I don't know. What would we. I wrote that? this article for Snowboarder a long time ago and it never was published. It was called Good Touch, Bad Touch. And it was about <laughs> where you keep. Where are the cool places where to grab your snowboard? And then. That actually sounds funny. Yeah. It was. It would have been great. Anthony Sedgwick says, Can you go deep on the Australia drop in film? Yes. Hi, Sedge. I sent that to Todd. We're going to watch it uh, again tonight. I watched it on the plane. You know what this is? To so the Red Bull skate team, went to Australia and they do a drop in tour. And it's just good times. Great skateboarding, camaraderie. It reminds me of one of those classic, like, you know, like the DC Super Tour, where the teen, the girl, the girl chocolate tour videos. It's classic. Check it out on Red Bull TV, on the Red Bull Skate YouTube. Um, John Zara, thoughts on the Sean White bombhole epic episode and the shots fired at Danny and friends. That's what I was just Again. talking about. I gotta watch this episode. I think more uh, controversy. And the and the, the thing that stood out the most was Sean kind of called out the Friends crew, and then one of the Friends crew responded on their Instagram, basically saying like posted because Sean sold Razor scooters at Target for a while. Yeah, and that it was just like I would do that. It was like at least five thousand dollars. At least I didn't sell Razor scooters at Target. Ooh, so there's beef in the snow world. Yeah, apparently. It's good, dude. So beef is good. You love that beef. Uh, Devin Curran says, how much pickled herring do I have to eat to get you and Todd to come <sighs> skate on Saturday? If you eat pickled herring anywhere around Todd, he gets very... Uh, I will vomit. Offended. I will vomit. Um, don't, like, please don't bring pickled herring in here. Anymore. Last question. Terry Cohen says... What are your top three favorite action sports video games? Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Transworld Surf video game, and Town and Country, uh, the classic TNC. Oh. What is yeah. it? TNC action yeah. games or something? I like Skate 3. Okay. I like uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Okay. Specifically. Okay. And then. Um, Cool Borders. Oh, too. Cool Borders is so good. Cool Borders was really good. I love Cool Borders. All right, you guys, that was our podcast. Oh, dude, that was a roller coaster. Do you um, think I'm still listening? Next, to, to right here? next Monday happens to be Jesus Christ's birthday. So if you, if you celebrate that, it's probably uh, we're not going to do one. Do you want to do one on the 26th? Uh, maybe. We'll call. We'll play it if by ear. If the fans demand it. If the fans demand it. Next week is my birthday. 
fuck that. Whoa. I'm done celebrating birthdays, so don't send me anything. For Everybody, take to your Instagram and tell Todd happy birthday. We'll see you guys next now. week. I love you guys all. Have a great holiday if you celebrate that bullshit. And <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> Best episode ever. <laughs>